Hi, beautiful being. Welcome to Primally Nourished. I'm your host, Bridget Woolley, nutritional therapist, nervous system optimizer, embodiment and trauma awareness coach. I'm excited to bring you a weekly dose of inspiration, information, and effective strategies in the realms of health, movement, mindset, and all things personal growth. My mission with each episode is to help you navigate your health and to create consistent and sustainable habits that align with your personal values through accessible, holistic, and functional nutrition, mindset, and lifestyle education. The focus of this podcast is to share about experiences from my own life, as well as the regular patterns and questions I see in my practice as a holistic health practitioner, and to inspire you on your own unique journey to vibrant health. Hey, welcome to to today's episode. I'm really excited to dive in around this topic. Today is the solstice, and I love this time of year because it always feels like such a time of reflection for me. Um, Yeah, just like the busyness of the year, kind of like coming to a close, transitioning into like the holiday season and being around family and yeah for me the solstice always marks kind of like this time of yeah slowing down and tuning in and today I want to talk about the deepest form of nourishment which I for me has been self-trust and listening to my intuition and the question kind of being how do we dance in harmony with the world around us while staying connected to our true nature and our internal guidance, our inner voice? While I love this time of year, I also recognize that it can be tricky to navigate for, for many people. And yeah, being around family and also navigating food. Um, yeah, food comes with so much emotion, especially during the holidays. You know, add in family dynamics and holiday gatherings, there can be a lot to unpack. I talk to lots of clients during this time, and there's always a lot of discussion about patterns and how to go about honoring ourselves when there are so many moving parts, right? Whether that's Uh, holiday treats or different foods we're not used to or uh, family dynamics and just kind of like all the external things going on around us all these moving parts and like how do we stay connected and honor ourselves amidst that a pattern I see a lot of the time looks like right like one of two sides of the spectrum so maybe that goes from uh, rigid and restrictive to completely letting go of all parameters that people put in place to honor themselves and to treat their bodies with kindness so um right we live in a day and age where we're not really taught how to trust ourselves and how to slow down and how to tune in and i love talking about this this topic around the holidays because a lot of us can tend towards these extremes of either overindulging 
or restricting everything out of fear. And so how do we, right, like find the balance, find that middle ground. And if you're struggling to tune in and trust yourself with your food, with your health, with your body, you're not alone. <laughs> this is something that, you know, I, I struggle with all the time. And, um, right, there isn't some simple switch that we can just flip on. It takes time and patience and a whole lot of self-compassion and understanding and awareness. And it's my belief that in order to truly heal and feel safe and at home in our own bodies without the need for extreme restriction and control or a lack of self-trust, right? We, we need to balance the psychological with the physiological and to be open to navigating our health and healing through the pillars of wellness while we stay open to redefining our relationship with food and eating at the same time. So how or what does trusting ourselves actually look like and how can we bring that into our choices around food and not just food but I see this a lot of times in right navigating diet um right like a lot of clients will come to me looking for like a specific protocol that's for gut healing or for hormonal balance or um, for healing the nervous system and, and we're all so unique and different and we all need really different things um, you know individually and then also we all need different things at different times of the year and seasonally or um, yeah just different phases of life and so I think that's where learning to trust ourselves I see is kind of the missing link Right. So if we think about this, kind of what I just described is this, um, the pattern of two sides of the spectrum. So completely restrictive out of fear or overindulging. Right. This is kind of like, um, yeah, just like a common thread, maybe being like, OK, I'm going to follow this diet and then I'm like not going to do it. Just kind of like an all or nothing mindset. And I think the missing piece in that is learning to listen to our own intuition and like what what is your body telling you what is your body asking for what do you need right because i think if we're we're truly tuning in to our own guidance system and trusting ourselves those external factors whether it's family or food or diet or um, whatever it shows up as right those don't influence us as much because we are connected to our own personal truths and our own internal whys. And so, um, yeah, so coming back to this question, what does trusting ourselves actually look or feel like? Um, yeah, so what can you expect when you trust yourself? So what, what would that feel like in your body? For me, trust is the opposite of control. Right, so control usually thrives in fear, and we crave it in times of uncertainty, risk, or unpredictability. We can often choose control because we think control equals security, which will equal happiness. And instead, it can leave us feeling maybe more disconnected 
or unsure, maybe a little stuck in a pattern. With food, this control can look like always trying to uh, quote unquote be good or stay on track. Um, it comes with lots of food rules and shame. And right, we can shame ourselves if we right, don't do it just perfectly. So true self-trust is a surrender that's peaceful. It's this, this deep inner security and confidence and safety within ourselves. Trust is freedom. Yeah, when I'm really trusting myself, I, I feel very free. I think that's, that's when I feel the most free is when I'm like, yeah, I feel really connected to myself. And I'm really trusting myself. Um, then I feel free to make whatever decision feels aligned for me in that moment. And um, I really love living kind of with this like 80, 80-ish percent rule where, um, and not just with food, um, with all things in life, just kind of like sometimes I, uh, yeah, 80% of the time I'm eating a certain way and 20% of the time I'm enjoying the holiday cookies or the eggnog or the pie or whatever the thing is. And that feels easy for me because I'm, I feel connected with, with my inner guidance system. And trust can offer us the opportunity to quiet the noise and tune into ourselves to receive that intuitive guidance. Self-trust means that we interpret our judgments, motivations, actions, or capacities in a positive light. Despite what other people are saying or what others are following, no matter what you feel you should be doing or what events are happening around you. So kind of how I was sharing about this external um, noise and how that can kind of like clutter our judgment sometimes, whether we're, okay, what is that person doing? Um, what's, what died are most, what's working for that person? Or, um, yeah. So self-trust gives us the confidence in ourselves to be able to handle whatever happens. All right, if we trust ourselves, choosing the holiday cookie or, um, yeah, whatever we're choosing, then we are feeling like, yes, I chose that because it felt aligned for me in that moment. And then we don't beat ourselves up afterwards. So I think that's the, one of the coolest things about self-trust is, um, not beating myself up. I remember many years ago, um, when I was on the kind of like diet dogma bandwagon, um, and I had to stick to like a rigid diet and like, yeah, I would like have this come into the holiday season as like, okay, I'm not going to eat anything and I'm just going to like bring all my own food or, um, and, or, or being on the opposite side of that and just kind of like my body going crazy, um, for wanting, wanting a taste of freedom and then just like ending up eating all the things, um, and just like beating myself out up about it on the other side. So yeah, self-trust enables us to let the process unfold as it is supposed to, and to know that no matter what the outcome, you will survive, learn, and you will grow. So learning from our experiences. Um, I have found that if I'm looking 
at external for external guidance or, or seeking external influence, then I don't necessarily grow from the situation because I kind of get into this like beating myself up or judging myself. But if I'm approaching something from a, wow, I, I really want to enjoy that right now. And that feels good to me. Um, and maybe it didn't feel that great in my body. Um, I can like grow from that experience because I was choosing it out of trusting myself. Self-trust means trusting that you have the capacity and the skills to whatever, handle whatever life throws at you. When it comes to health and wellness, uh, control, right, this gripping, this white-knuckled control can often become the default. Uh, there are rules, there are promises of safety when you do things quote-unquote perfectly, and there is little room for tuning in, releasing your grip, and showing yourself loving kindness. Right, so all of those, right, that's kind of what self-trust can feel like. So how do we begin to do this? And I think the first step is witnessing ourselves and challenging old narratives and stories. In considering the possibility that what you've been told and what you've thought you knew about nutrition or your body or your health may not, may not actually be accurate for you. Question where those thoughts that leave you reaching for the extremes actually originate from. Are they yours or do they belong to someone else? Family, society. Um, and be ready to question your inner critic and hold yourself accountable to the limiting beliefs and fixed mindset stuff. Um, that are often truly the biggest limits on your potential and your ability to reach your goals, right? That inner critic, that self-judgment, that shame. Um, our bodies <laughs> don't, and not just our bodies, but our, our souls, our hearts don't respond to criticism um, very well or shame or judgment, right? I, I think for me, I've noticed and for clients that the way to really grow and transform something or to like step into the potential or the goal is to celebrate oneself. Um, yeah. So yeah, awareness, right? Awareness of that inner critic. What is the inner critic sh sh saying, right? And can you soften that and bring more love and compassion to yourself? Um, yeah, and maybe asking right, some questions. For me, I like to know, like, why? Why am I doing something? Why am I making the choices that I'm making? Why am I seeking the changes that I'm seeking? Why do I keep coming back to rules and approaches that haven't actually worked for me? Um, right, so, because that can kind of keep us in this loop of self-sabotage. And is is it because the efforts that you're making aren't actually sustainable or in alignment with your values so right like knowing the why like the things that you're doing are they sustainable and are they in alignment with your values um so that's the why so maybe what what do you really want for yourself why are you um 
why do you have specific goals or parameters or why are you following a specific diet or um and like really what do you want for yourself not what do you feel you should be doing but what is most important to you what are you doing right now that isn't working for you what are you doing right now that is working for you what are you ignoring while you continue to double down with food restrictions or working out harder or um (coughs) pardon me yeah what makes you feel like you can't trust yourself what might be a better way forward that doesn't rely on extremes and perfection And this next one, I love, Um, right? So checking your perspective, reframing and flipping the script, right? So this, this could be like replacing control with trust and restriction with awareness, right? So if we're constantly like controlling, trying to control and restrict, um, that's pretty like limited that doesn't leave room for us to for our inner guidance to come through um so awareness you know self-awareness can offer us so much (laughs) guidance and wisdom and that leads to self-trust black and white thinking forces you to evaluate your life in extreme terms so you're either doing it perfectly or you failed Going to one of these two extremes when evaluating your life is a breeding ground for self-blame and sometimes self-hatred because what you're really doing is demanding perfection from yourself since the only alternative you're willing to consider is a failure and no one is happy with that. So perfection is a whole (laughs) load of crap and it isn't actually possible. So... What if we were to replace perfection and control with loving kindness and compassion rather than focusing on what you didn't do perfectly, which may often cause you to go right off the rails um, or to fall off track again, beating ourselves up, right? That usually stems into doing it again. Um, Can you focus on one thing that you did do well, something that you accomplished or an area where you learn something in the process, right? For me, I always, yeah, like when I'm witnessing myself and celebrating myself with that loving compassion and kindness, I'm much more inclined to move forward and learn and grow and take the next step. But if I'm beating myself up, shaming myself, trying to control myself, then I'm more likely to repeat that pattern and kind of stay stuck in that loop. Um, And that's kind of what I see with clients um, that are maybe staying in that back and forth pattern of restrict or binge, not necessarily binge, but kind of like letting go completely of any parameters of, of health or goals. It's like just that all or nothing. And so the loving compassion and kindness is is huge really celebrating yourself really quieting the external noise and tuning in and listening i think is just a huge piece um, 
that I've noticed that really helps me tune in and move forward. And so I ask yourself at this time, right? Maybe you're while you're reflecting on this last year for yourself, uh, while you're going to be navigating holiday parties or family dynamics or uh, foods that could be triggering for you or um, yeah, and, and just take this time, right, to slow down and tune in and ask yourself some of these questions, right? Like why? Why are you making these choices? What do you really want? Are you tuning in? Are you trusting your own system? And, you know, a lot of us aren't taught to trust our bodies. Um, and I think that has been one of the most powerful things that I've learned is, right, like tuning in. What are the messages of my body? Our bodies are constantly giving us feedback. And if we can just slow down and tune in, there's so much, so much to hear. And so, yeah, really challenge you at this time of year to sit with yourself and ask yourself, okay, yeah, how do you want to feel? How do you want to show up? Why? Why are you making these choices? Uh, what do you want for yourself this next year? <clears throat> and then really witness yourself in that. Be, um, when I can kind of, when I get clear on my whys and my whats and what do I want and how do I want to feel and then I witness myself right so I think holidays are really cool because we have these patterns with our families you know maybe if they're not active in our day-to-day life when we um, are around family or um, just holiday dynamics these patterns can kind of present themselves or we can see like a subtle um, the subtle layers of, of reactions or beliefs or um, traumas under the surface. And if we can really be clear with ourselves first and then enter the situation, we can really witness those old beliefs and those patterns. And we can just witness them and choose to do things differently. And so, yeah, my... my <laughs> My vision for this episode was to offer some reflections, right, around what I feel is the deepest form of nourishment, right, self-trust, listening to our inner guidance system, circling back to the question I asked in the beginning. How do we dance in harmony with the world around us while staying connected to our own true nature? Ah, yes, okay wishing you a beautiful solstice and a beautiful holiday season and I'll see you at the beginning of the year.